Hello, and welcome to our third installment of Listen Closely Podcast here on SFC Radio. I am one of your hosts, Dylan, and I'm with... Maftuna. Yes. Thank you, uh, for, thank you, everyone, for joining us today on this nice evening. Um, this is our third episode, and the first two episodes that we recorded actually took place in the morning, so this is kind of a more comfortable casual recording for our third episode and i i think i think i'm feeling the the vibes tonight it's nice and you know chill and i think we're gonna have a very good episode um with thanksgiving around the corner i'd just like to say again thank you to professor gregory um our ta antonio and also of course sfc radio and i mean san francis college as well for allowing our podcast to be on Spotify and iTunes. And it's just been a really fun experience. Um, Even if the pandemic has kind of changed up the way that our modern radio class is held, um, it's, it's been truly an amazing experience to just have fun making these podcasts as a class because sometimes it really just doesn't feel like a class it's really just a a lot of fun to make these episodes um and again also i would want to take a moment to appreciate all the artists uh, all the independent artists uh, whether they're big or small that have been releasing music during the pandemic Uh, i know that we we talked about how ariana grande released her album um about two weeks ago during the pandemic and that was all kind of a surprise for everybody um and a lot of those things kind of impact us in a big big way even though they may just be songs you know they these things help us get through tough times such as the pandemic um and so i guess going forward with that with with that said um a question that i want to pose to the listeners is you know, what kind of music have you guys been listening to during the pandemic and how can that draw something? What what can you draw from that music to kind of bring forth those feelings of gratitude during this time with Thanksgiving around the corner and the holidays feeling a little bit different? Um, so that's my question to the audience. And so going forward with that, Today is a special episode because we do have someone joining us today and we haven't had any guests on our first two episodes, but today we do have a guest and I would like to introduce Stephanie Gonzalez to listen closely. So Stephanie, how are you doing? I'm doing good, you know, still living my kind of pandemic quarantine life and doing school too just like everyone else but i'd say i'm well no i mean that's that's amazing you know like everyone is kind of like we're all literally going through the same thing with this pandemic and so again thank you for joining us today on listen closely podcast and i'd just like to introduce my own relationship with stephanie and how i know her and why i'm We've we've wanted to bring Stephanie onto this podcast, and I was thinking about this from the beginning of even the first episode, because Stephanie, you are a independent artist, you would say, <laughs> right? Or a passionate um, yes. singer songwriter. Um, 
And that's kind of been a motif of our podcast, you know, talking about underrated artists, but at the same time, also huge, successful mainstream artists. And so I think with that said, I would like to pass on this conversation to Maftuna. And if she would like to begin some of the questions we have for Stephanie, because this is this has been something that we wanted to kind of get more candid about you know talking about what it is to be you know an independent artist and what kind of process does that look like yeah um with this whole pandemic situation it was like we had this idea of bringing guests for the longest time but today's finally the day uh and stephanie welcome again thank you again for making time for our podcast and doing the honor of being our guest today. So this uh, this is actually also the first day I'm meeting Stephanie and I'm really excited about this episode because uh, Dylan told me a lot about your music, about how, how you're passionate and how long you have been doing. He also shared some of your stuff and I was really amazed. So can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you began to associate yourself with music, gro- music growing up? Yeah, and I want to say thank you too. I feel so hyped up right now. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I'm happy to be here too, obviously, of course. Um, so this is a loaded question, a little bit long, but I guess I'll start at the very beginning when... I was in elementary school, um, mm-hmm. and I was in music class, and I think we were singing happy birthday for someone, and I don't know why I was being extra, but I was like, happy birthday, or something like that, <laughs> and and my music teacher was like, oh my god, you can sing, like, you're a child, but you can sing, like, for real, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess. I mean, I'll roll with it. (laughs) And so from there, I started doing, like, talent shows. And, like, one time I performed at, what's it called, Marlins Park, which is a baseball park here in Miami. Mm -hmm. And I was just, like, a little girl doing my thing. And then (laughs) from there, my music teacher introduced me to the choir teacher. Mm Mm-hmm. Or, like, the choir director is what I meant to say. Her name's Sister Helene, and I owe a lot to that woman. But I was in choir for, like, from fourth grade until I graduated from eighth grade. And I did everything. I was the cantor. I was the psalmist. I had solos. And when I was younger, I was singing Silent Night in front of the whole church. But basically, oh, wow. my... Yeah, my whole church got to know me as, like, the girl who sings, and my <laughs> whole school, too. Like, that's just how people associated me as the girl who sings the songs all the time. And I also, for two years around this time period, like, right before high school, I took some piano lessons because I always had an ear for pitch, and I could sound songs out on the piano Oh, wow. Yeah, on my own as a kid, and I would kind of figure out songs by myself. So my parents thought, like, okay, you could take lessons and kind of get into it. So I did for some time. 
and then I got to Mozart and I was like I can't I can't (laughs) (laughs) it got really hard and unfortunately I was a quitter on piano but I still play by ear frequently when I can when I have a piano in reach Mm -hmm. and I still love to like mess around um that is actually such an awesome talent you have because um I myself coming from music background like having ear for finding a keys for songs it, it it is something or something that either you learn for like 20 years and kind yeah. of like <laughs> obtain that skill or you know like you are probably that like small percentage of lucky people who were born with that and i i am amazed it's just wonderful yeah i it was always something like my brother was like you know i don't think too many people are like you yeah let's just keep it on the down low but yeah and then in high school it kind of dwindled a little bit because i didn't really like what they had to offer for music there but i met dylan and one day we were sitting in my car Mm -hmm. and he was like what if we just made like our own tracks in our own music and i was like what do you mean (laughs) and he was like yeah I'll make like tracks and you songwrite and stuff and so we did and I liked how it came out and I was like this is crazy oh <laughs> but wow that kind of leads up to now yeah and I I think it's funny how it kind of comes like full circle now and I think the the excitement of this third episode kind of got the best of me because I kind of gloss over the fact that you're also in college now Stephanie and you're also going through the whole like online classes like online school experience um and i also know that you're very keen on wanting to find some sort of career within media within the music industry um and so i think with that said what things have you learned during at least this time um and maybe you can also give us some more background of like where you are with your own um education right now and like what what are you learning as far as like how are you creating like this the the pieces are coming together you know as we continue to go through college and we're I mean I'm a junior uh and I you are also a junior Stephanie and so I think at this point we're kind of connecting the dots of like what the future would look like after the four years and so um, with that said, do you think you can have some s- give us some sort of idea of what do you see the music industry? Um, where do you see it at right now? What kind of state do you think it's sort of heading towards? And as someone that kind of shares both um, an academic perspective through your own studying and also just a more passionate perspective as an independent artist, uh, how do you think that direct how do you think your the state of the music industry through your eyes will benefit or affect um, different artists that will start to be coming on the rise? I mean, again, we talked about so many different under, um, underrated artists in the past two episodes. So what do you think the future will look like for them? Um, 
So from what I got from what you just said right now, there's multiple aspects to your question, but I think I want to kind of talk about the state of the industry now, kind of. And with the quarantine and stuff, I feel like the music industry at the moment is not necessarily at a halt, but like every every week I'm searching for new music on Spotify and like the recently dropped things and like there's a few here and there, but every week I'm finding it hard to find like a project that really blows me away. And I think what's so hard about quarantine is like, at least in my opinion, artists go out into the world and they have to experience like life and different things to get new inspiration. Like you can be in quarantine and like be reflective of the past and the present, but eventually you say what you have to say on those topics and eventually you just need to go out and get new ideas so in regards to like what the future may look like for independent artists and big artists alike i feel like once we get over this hurdle of like this really strange time hopefully we'll have like a boom of creativity and just like relief and just artistic expression is at least what I'm hoping for, but yeah, can you reiterate any parts of the question you feel like I missed or you want me to expand on again? Uh, I guess like what, I guess in like very simple terms is like, how do you think that the industry will kind of take into account the state that we're in right now because i know that different different classes that uh, i'm in right now they talk about how different forms of media will take into account this format of like online um online concerts i know that uh rolling loud uh 2020 was actually on uh it was fully live streamed um and i know that there's different musicals that are starting to look at how they can utilize this online format so do you think that format um and of course also not to mention and this is something that we always mention in some form in our episodes is how social media kind of mobilizes this um new wave of just like music in general that we just hear on uh different platforms like tiktok or instagram um so you think like with that that sort of leading the way currently for different forms of media do you think that will actually benefit or hurt um, different artists that may have to adapt to that system as it's adapting in general okay yeah i see what you're saying um i think it hurts a lot of artists unfortunately because part of the thrill of being an audience not an audience, <laughs> sorry. Part of the thrill of being an artist is, you know, like playing for people, having concerts, having tours and stuff like that. Just getting out there and getting to see their fans and engage with them. So while I feel like it 
it hurts them in a way. Um, some of the online events have been really adaptive and really cool, like the Travis Scott Fortnite concert or like you said, the Rolling Loud online. And I feel like that's all good and great for now, but ultimately, like speaking on behalf of artists, like the thrill of it lies in taking what you made in your studio or in your home and sharing it outside with the world and just it's music is more than just like listening oftentimes people say music is an experience and i think that's true and in virtual life um unfortunately you you do lose a little bit of that but it's the right thing to do for now until we can find a solution and honestly i have found some virtual opportunities i've realize the shift. For example, I found this virtual contest opportunity that I entered in. Um, I am seeing like artists post themselves on social media more singing or just being like, hey guys, I'm, I'm still around. Like, hey. Um, and I think everyone is managing to get by and stuff. Oh, there's also another point I wanted to make in that like I've been messaging professionals on LinkedIn, like, that's been my latest obsession, seeing, like, professional music opinions and stuff, and I've been sending them my music, and, like, some people are sympathetic to you and the times and, like, how hard it is in general. Like, I had this one lady who was super sweet be like, you know, it's just about making stuff and being persistent, like, don't fall for the trap that you need to spend thousands of dollars to advertise. Like, with practice, you will get attention. And I've had other people, despite, like, these draining times, just straight up ask me, do you have $500 to put down? Because that's how it is. And it's just, the music industry is such a complicated thing, in my opinion, to understand that, like, whether it's virtual or in person, it's just a really crazy thing to navigate and get a solid handle on. <laughs> I hope that answers it. Yeah, it's you like you've answered to all our questions, but also like uh, in terms of marketing, like have you tr like do you advertise probably like on TikTok, let's say, because during this nine months i've seen so many like new artists who blew up just with their one song by posting it on tiktok and like i know like two people like i can share uh their social media with you guys later on but they they literally blew up because of one song and some of them even they got like contract you know like they signed they they were signed to record record label they were signed into a record label so uh because i i was actually listening to your song right now and i love it the effects that you put guys the lyrics it's just amazing um the new song that we will share with you guys later on for now it's just i, I i'm just i just want to keep everything in suspense but so what do you think like um have you, like, do you also, like, share on your social media? 
Yes. Um, I try to share on all my social medias and mm-hmm. just try to make everyone I know aware of what I am making. I just can't seem to figure out the formula for going viral yet. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I have TikTok. I... I don't make TikToks regularly, but maybe, like, every other week and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm also someone who believes in, like, you know, social media is a really important tool, but if you let yourself slip into it too far, like, you will feel bad. Yeah. And you will. So, like, kind of like that, but I just, I mean, I would love to upload something and it just go viral and I wish it was so simple. It just, that's, that's the crazy thing about, I guess, like fame and stuff is you never know who it's going to choose next. And also I wouldn't say I'm the most popular person in general, but I, a fair amount of people know me and know Mm -hmm. Dylan. So for us at least it's just about like a steady creation Mm -hmm. of things and trying to share what we make until it really what's the word like it really resonates with people Mm -hmm. yeah i understand and like usually what is like the music process for you like what has been for you um, yeah, the music process, well, Dylan, Dylan kind of makes, how do I want to say this? It's, it's a little different every time. Mm-hmm. For previous albums, I've sat down with Dylan and I've written, like, a theme for the album. Mm-hmm. And I've written it track by track saying, I want this one to sound this way and I want this next one to sound mm-hmm. a different way. And overall, it should give off this feeling. And then from there, he goes and makes the tracks according to what he thinks they would sound like. And I, depending if I like them or not, I take them back and I decide to write whatever lyrics I feel, like tell the story I want or the mood I want. Um, And then I send my vocals back to him and he masters it masters Mm -hmm. it as best as he can and from there we upload it through this thing called DistroKid and it goes to Spotify and Apple Mm -hmm. Music Mm -hmm. and YouTube but recently I've just been letting Dylan like go crazy experimental with tracks (laughs) and he'll send them to me and he'll be like yo what do you think about this and I'm like (laughs) actually actually maybe and then Like, with the last track I did, I just wanted something, like, kind of fun Mm -hmm. and not so serious, even though I ended up writing about, like, a serious time in our relationship, but it was still fun. Um, But yeah, I'd say, like, the main thing for me is that I, like, sit down to write Mm -hmm. the message of these songs, and I kind of focus in on a specific feeling or vision from my life that I want to share with people I guess yeah mm-hmm. oh wow I love guys your process how you're creating it just sounds so adorable <laughs> <laughs> thank you I mean yeah I, I feel like for me um Stephanie is not wrong about how like I just kind of 
send her these like really like i would say borderline like strange um sounding instrumentals um but i think that's just like been a part of i guess my process of just kind of being like super like creative as uh as far as like the technicalities go for like uh music production and mastering and things like that um we've talked about how in episode one how blackpink has their style of like very Mm -hmm. uh gritty like up-tempo um fast-paced music and i've i've kind of been like learning about these different artists like slowly and slowly you know and taking some bits and pieces from them um and just learning more about what i can make as just like exploring music production in general and it's it's something that i've actually found like so much fun during this time um but i i want to ask stephanie now because i know that finding inspiration in general can be super like it can be a double-edged sword i mean at least in my opinion because i know there's so many artists that i love um from all different genres but when it comes down to taking inspiration from them it's not always like the easiest thing to pull pull things from them and be like you know what i want to incorporate that into what i'm trying to make or what kind of sound i'm trying to produce so i guess my question my next question for you stephanie is like what kind of inspiration have you grabbed from at least recently during this pandemic because again um we talk about how TikTok is kind of rapidly introducing us to so many different, I guess like even to say artists is like an understatement. Cause I think half the time we don't know the artists that make these songs on TikTok, but it's the sound that mm-hmm. resonates with us. So I guess my question is like, what has resonated with you, Stephanie, during this time of just kind of figuring out how to be creative during the pandemic and, how do you find that inspiration and what kind of aspects do you draw from that um yeah (laughs) i'm not gonna lie on this one um me as an artist i feel like like i i like to make music and i like to do the whole process and just getting inspiration probably has to be one of the hardest things and keeping motivation because I could really focus down on a project for X amount of time and then for months I will be like, no, I can't look at music, I can't touch music mm-hmm. right now, like, I hate music, don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that's not the case and I think I get the most inspiration, whether it's quarantine or not, um, from artists I really like, kind of like how normal people do, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I love listening to Ariana Grande's work as long, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I love listening to Ariana Grande's work as basic as that may sound. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I am a stan. Um <laughs> I just love listening to, like, all her sounds from, like, her first work to her latest. I just feel like albums and works, like, discographies with that kind of replayability, I don't know if that's a word, 
just really keep me going or like artists like Billie Eilish who are really I you know like candid and sad and able to express themselves so well Mm -hmm. or and yeah I I am on TikTok a lot because I do be bored um I like coming in contact with like those catchy sounds and stuff and sometimes people's different styles of singing um so let me try to think here oh yes what i wanted to say mainly is that my inspiration this may sound crazy comes from like i guess pent up feeling and emotions and frustration Mm-hmm. about anything and it's like it's like I vomit it all into a song and I'm like bleh music <laughs> and then I feel like that's such a nice way to to say what you're thinking like mm-hmm. like I was saying with Billie Eilish like mm-hmm. some of her songs have like dark messages and it's raw feelings but like when an artist goes and puts that into a musical form, like, how how could you not be inspired? Like, they just turned their worst times into something, like, beautiful to listen. Yeah, to listen to and find it enjoyable. So, so I... Wait, what were you going to say? <laughs> no, 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 go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to say that, like, I mainly find inspiration in living and not being able to feel any like not closing yourself off to feelings and thoughts and just what you want to say yeah so you kind of uh from your from your words what i understand is that you kind of using music as a therapy right like you just like uh whatever probably you cannot like express properly properly you just like putting into music and you're just releasing everything right honestly yeah yeah that is wonderful yeah i just put it on the table for people to listen to that is wonderful it is so like i feel like uh not like every person is able to really share or express the uh, how they feel or what they think oftentimes and if you have music to do that for you i think it's just amazing thing to be able to do so and i i am so grateful that you're here today (laughs) (laughs) thank you um so any advices you would give to incoming artists such as me (laughs) who are like looking to start making music oh yeah um uh yeah where do i start being or choosing to be an artist is really like something you have to be so sure about and like you just have to know that you would like to do that and pursue it because like i was saying earlier not all of us go viral and honestly it's it's hard work even if you do go viral um Mm -hmm. you still have to work you still have to keep creating things and you still have to keep proving your thoughts and talent Mm -hmm. as an artist so my advice for anyone looking to start music is 
to create as much content as you can, but authentic content and stuff you're proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd also say be ready to share your stuff with people and put yourself out there mm-hmm. and take criticism and feedback from people, but never, never like regret that you did something because despite like if you come back to a project and you're like wow I can't believe I made that like mm-hmm. you still did that and it it's still leading you somewhere mm-hmm. and honestly the most important thing I would say is that there's no right path to take as an artist yeah. and actually in my was it my art class or some class I was in was like here's the thing with art like if we put functional terms on it Mm -hmm. and we put boundaries to define what it is would it be art anymore Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's the same exact way with music like if we told you a formula to become just like Taylor Swift or just like Justin Bieber Mm -hmm. what would be the point anymore like that mm-hmm. is what it's about is like finding your own way to success and finding what works how to articulate it for yourself wow i i wouldn't put it in a better way than you <laughs> just did <laughs> um but you know like what i like listening to you i was thinking about you know like artists or people who constantly create any type of content right daily they I don't know, like maybe coming from my own experience, oftentimes artists always kind of like doubts themselves, which most of the time stops them from, you know, maybe maybe the something you just created could be the greatest thing. But because you are doubting yourself and you're just holding back, it's just like stopping you from what could have happened. And if you feel that way, how do you overcome that how do you just let everything go and just put out even though you might not be like you know 100% satisfied or sure yeah um (laughs) that's so funny you asked me that because you can ask Dylan on this one that I will sometimes like maybe once or twice a month go back to my discography and I'll go through some of my songs and I will literally literally tell him I'll be like I can't believe we made this I want to delete it like this is not how we sound like at all right now there's an error at this minute and this thing I'm slightly off key <laughs> things like that even with my latest track I was like no 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 I can't believe we released this like I think the chorus is too long and I'm just I I guess I'm a perfectionist kind of but I'm always like there's something I could have done better with this and honestly the reason I still release it and decide to go through with it is because in the moment for me what I did outweighs like any imperfections I could find with it you know, I've tossed songs before, before releasing them when I decided I really didn't like them. And that's going to happen when you're a content creator. Like, you're going to fail sometimes. But honestly, like, you just have to know 
for yourself that it's good enough, even if there are flaws that you think you can detect. You just have to have your own scale of value and what it's worth. Hmm. I see. Thank you. So, um, I think it's time uh, for finally sharing your new latest creation. Um, so let's play and we will come back and discuss it. I'm so excited for people to hear this song because I just heard it and it's just amazing. <laughs> okay, so... Yeah, I'll bring us. I'll bring us back in. Uh, okay, so yeah, we'll we'll cut this little like portion out. Okay. Um, okay. Also, wait before you start. I do have to go like really soon. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah, we. Uh, I'll like kind of okay. like half like like wrap it up slash like you know. Like what? Yeah. Okay. Let's just okay. Um, <clears throat> let's okay. just wrap then. Um, yeah. Like maybe you can say something like, "Okay, now we listen." So Stephanie, like, ask one more question and let her like say something okay. else. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I'm so tired. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Right. I'm just gonna jump into it. Okay. Okay. So welcome back, listeners. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that uh, latest track. Um, and depending on the time this podcast actually gets released, it won't actually be out yet. So this is kind of exciting for me and Stephanie to share this with you guys because, you know, this is super exclusive uh, only to SFC radio music that you guys are listening to. Um, but really, uh, thank you guys again for listening to that song. We hope you liked it. Um and I guess some concluding thoughts, Stephanie, about um, this song and what you, what do you want listeners to kind of jump into it? Um, anything you want to give the listeners, um, just any information you would like to give them if they're going to just jump into this new song or I guess uh, any of our songs in general um, under our, our duo name. Dormiglioni. Um, I don't know why we didn't mention that earlier because that's like a super fun fact. Because um, yeah, so I, I mean, at this point we've established like me and Stephanie we collaborate on making music, and our artist name is Dormiglioni, and it kind of derives from just like a super random thought I had one day because in high school I took Italian and I learned this word Dormiglioni one day. And that meant sleepyheads in Italian. And I just thought that was like a super like fun name. So I was like, hey, Stephanie, do you want to use this name to release release music under? Um, so, yes, yeah, Stephanie, I, I know that you have to go. So do you have any last thoughts to give the listeners uh, before we let you go this evening? Uh, yeah, I assume we're talking about Murky, the song Murky. I thought we were talking about I Don't Care at All for a second, but like honestly, they're pretty similar sounding. So, um, with those tracks, I would say like expect Charlie XCX vibes, uh, almost like 
a hundred gex influenced but i don't i don't want to go that far because i'm not that open-minded yet myself i'm trying um but if you're looking to listen to us first of all i appreciate that so much and honestly just look for like an evolution of like an artist and just really perfecting sound and image um i used to make tracks like really rigid structure and like really formulated so expect with these newer tracks to see more of like a letting loose and just more honesty this last track this last track is about how like i'm i'm a little tired like you know it's quarantine like we've been saying this whole time and i'm how do i crack the code of the music industry and stuff and it ended up being this really fun and quirky song with our friend orlando on it and honestly like that's the vibe i've been feeling with our new music is just fun fun stuff um good lyrics but nothing nothing too heavy or like nothing too reflective but i just want like our listeners to have a good time and be like you know what yeah i relate to that song so yeah and also i guess since i do have to go i just want to say thank you guys for having me and you know i'm usually not the one being interviewed i'm a writer in my spare time so this has been crazy to be on the other side of people asking me questions but i had a lot of fun and yeah you know thank you it's been good thank you again for coming we it, we had i had personally such an amazing time with you thank you stephanie and enjoy the rest of your evening uh hopefully see you next time yeah thank you bye guys bye <laughs>